How are you feeling? Do people really want to know? And do you even know? I'm feeling cranky, hot, thirsty. I couldn't sleep last night. But thanks for asking. I'm going to be in my office with the door shut until my mood improves or you need me for an emergency. Send a carrier pigeon. I'll leave the window open. Crankiness can happen anytime you're overheated or too thirsty. We tend to think of women as being moody or cranky at that time of month, but crankiness can happen anytime for anyone from being overheated and thirsty. We have a tendency to misinterpret thirst signals as hunger signals, which can then lead to overeating and still not quenching the thirst. It can be a healthy habit to start the day with a glass of water or to have a glass of water about a half hour before a snack or meal. And then wait and see if you're still sensing hunger signals before having the snack. The water helps with digestion, but having a large beverage during a meal can overly dilute stomach acid and interfere with digestion. So have the water before the snack or meal. Being overheated can also be a problem. Chill out, brew was an anonymous online reply to a question asking for mental health tips. It might mean, relax brother, you are loved, we are one. Yet it may also be helpful for mental health when taken literally. Get cooler brother, you may be overheated. Being overheated can physically cause an increased heart rate, which may be interpreted, interpreted as anxiety, fear, or even anger which may lead to emotional explanations for a feeling that was actually caused by being physically too hot on a summer day or from having too many layers of clothing or blankets in a room that got overly hot. Before getting into more detail, a disclaimer. The phrase chill out or brew are not things I would typically say. It just caught my attention. And might not be a good idea to say. Like telling a woman to smile, saying chill out to someone may be more like pouring gasoline on a fire rather than pouring a bucket of water on the situation. It just might make the person more angry because you're interfering or being an overly controlling nanny figure, leading to their feeling, possibly, you're not my mother, you're not the boss of me, don't tell me what to do. Asking if they would like you to get them a glass of water might be more helpful, or just getting them a cold water without saying anything might help more than saying chill out. There does seem to be a link between violence and heat. The rate of violence does tend to increase during the hottest summer months. But the rate of violence and disorderly conduct can also be higher during warmer winter days compared to cooler ones. Violence rates during the summer months on average are about 7% higher than in winter months. And the rate of disorderly conduct is about 9% higher during summer months. With the expected increases in average temperatures due to climate change, Planning ahead for the cooling needs of communities may help keep people happier, safer, and healthier overall. Crankiness and long-term risks to health from being overheated may affect the heart, cardiovascular risks, or the brain, dementia, or other neurological risks. And kidney health can also be affected by dehydration. So other risks of overheating can be more personal health related rather than being about 
anger and violence or just crankiness. Being overheated regularly can result in having a more rapid heart rate regularly, which may increase long-term health risks to the cardiovascular system and possibly to the brain. Overheating is bad for the brain and the heart and may increase insomnia or poor sleep quality too. Sleep deprivation can increase irritability during the day and the risk of accidents occurring in the short term and may increase the risk of excess weight gain and dementia with long-term sleep problems. Hot flashes can be a factor in heart palpitations that many women may feel during menopause. Having more hot flashes during menopause may be a risk factor involved in the increased rate of Alzheimer's dementia for postmenopausal women compared to younger women and men. Symptoms of cardiovascular problems in women may be more subtle than acute chest pain, and women may not seek help in time to prevent a heart attack because they don't realize that arm pain or a feeling like heartburn can be related to the heart rather than only to poor digestion or there being something actually wrong with the arm. See mayoclinic.org, heart disease symptoms in women, for a list of symptoms that may be warning signs of heart disease in women. Crankiness during the transition from the menstrual years to the postmenstrual phase of life can be even worse than during the menstrual cycle. Female hormones are out of balance during the transition and become more stabilized again once the transition is complete. Hormone replacement therapy or natural herbal progesterone, wild yam cream for example, may help reduce hot flashes and irritability during the transition, which can start around age 35 for some women and last until the process is complete in the early 50s. That is a long time to have a do not disturb sign on the door. The use of hormone replacement therapy during the earlier transition phase of menopause, when hot flashes are more common, may have a protective effect against Alzheimer's dementia. While continuing hormone replacement after age 65, increase the risk for dementia for women. Hot flashes can also occur during more severe autoimmune disease or during alcohol withdrawal in more severe alcoholism. But the symptom generally would be called night sweats then instead of being called hot flashes. Night sweats can also be a side effect of some types of medications and may occur with anxiety disorders and other health conditions in addition to autoimmune disease. See mayoclinic.org, night sweats, causes, for a more complete list of possible causes of night sweats. The increased risk of dementia for menopausal women with hot flashes may indicate, possibly, that night sweats being more frequent also might be a health risk for the brain. We'll get back to that a little bit later. People with autoimmune disease, cardiovascular, or thyroid problems may be at more risk of overheating than people of more typical health. Younger children, senior citizens, and pregnant people would also be at more risk of overheating. Having community cooling centers at libraries or malls can save lives during heat waves during hot summer months. Some desert communities have underground shelters, which would remain cool even during a heat wave if deep enough underground. Caves remain at a steady cool temperature during summertime. Heat is going to become more of a life-threatening problem due to climate change in more areas of the world and for longer amounts of time during summer months. The phrase adapting for a more sustainable future includes building now with the expected changes of the future in mind. It isn't just about solar panels and windmills, it is also about community cooling and water needs. 
kind of a cranky topic to think about, but the present is the best time to plant a tree if you want shade a decade later. In the bonus section, crankiness and sleep will be discussed along with ideas that may help with insomnia. How a good night's sleep may help with prevention of Alzheimer's dementia will also be described in more detail in the final section. Thanks for listening. I'm looking forward to hearing how you are feeling. Email jen at peaceishappy.org.